What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. Like a true patriot, she too gets fired up whenever she hears the national anthem. It's the one and only Teresa. Hello, everyone. How is everyone doing? And that is very true. You're a sucker. I'm going to say, let me speak for you. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say the American National Anthem is your favorite, but you're a sucker for all national anthems. I love national anthems. My top three, the American, okay. the Czech, and the Canadian. Okay. Oh, Canada is a fabulous song. It, I understand why Czech would be up there. But America. it's a great song. It's a great song. Hands down. It's from a musical. The Czech na- yeah. National Anthem? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's from a know. play. I'm sure I've heard it before. Yes. It's called Gdedem of Mui. Okay. God Where is my you. home? Okay. No, no God, <laughs> just home. What is my home? Okay. And it's a beautiful song. Understood. And here's here's what's going on, guys. I was about to change that opening. I wasn't in love with that opening. Some of my openings I really love. I think they're fun. Some I'm like, eh, I need something to say in the opening. Let me <laughs> figure something out. So I had that oh one. Boy. I oh had boy. that one in mind. And oh I boy. thought, well, it's okay. All right. That's all right. It's not one of my best, probably not one of my worst. But then I went to the bathroom before we started podcasting. <laughs> and for those of you who don't know, we are currently in the Czech Republic. Woo-hoo. Shout out to the Czech Republic. Shout out to the Czech Republic. We are visiting Teresa's family. We're having a grand old time mm-hmm. over here. But that's neither here nor there. What is here currently in Teresa's room along with us? Is her recorder. No, it's my flute. She calls it her flute. <laughs> well, us, us Americans call it a recorder. It's a flute. That's what I call it. It's fletna. 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 The flute. Yes. Whatever you want to call it. I went to the bathroom before we started recording. <laughs> and I heard the sweet sounds of, of not a national anthem, but of definitely a song, in an Americana a, it's a, a folk it's, it's song. It's some sort of a national song. It's an American folk song. Mm-hmm. And I, I never tell Therese my openings. But as I was in the bathroom preparing for this podcast, doing what I, whatever I do before podcasts, I heard just the sweet sounds <laughs> of our land is your land. Is that? Yeah. Is that the name this of the This land team? is my land. This yes. land is your land. Yes. <laughs> and as I heard those sweet sounds coming from Therese's bedroom, I knew this opening this was the one. So am I performing? Okay. Well, yes. <laughs> Without further, Teresa clearly beggar, very eager to perform. All I said was, Teresa, don't put that flute away. Don't put that recorder away because I want you to serenade the people. I just will. told John, you should have told me earlier so I would have practiced. No, it's, uh, let's hear it in All its right. natural form without any practice. A little rusty probably. It's been a while. It's been a while. I, you can put your mic. Put your mic okay. down and I'll I'll mic you. This is live from the Czech Republic and this is probably somewhat sacrilegious because she's going to be playing an American folk song from her bedroom in the Czech Republic. But without further ado, Teresa, I'm going to drink this Czech beer. You're going to play Our Land is Your Land. Let's cheers first because Let's, I need oh a boy. big sip. No oh boy. Cheers to our lands. Nazdraví. And it's beautiful. It's symbolic. It's the coming together of our lands. Me also, drink- happy oh. 4th of July. Happy 4th of July. I was going to get to that. But the coming together of our lands, of these two countries. I'll drink the Czech beer. You play the, the fo- I'm going to call it the folk national anthem of America. Okay? Without further ado, Teresa.
Was that the big finish? I feel like you went a little ride. You, you turned that into jazz at the end. You, you, hold on. There is a the ending is not my strong. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a strong part of the song. It's because no one ever wants you to end that exactly. song. Exactly. So you, you never get to. I should have just, just kept going. You should have kept going. I should have just kept going. But I'll practice. Maybe next time I'll perform the full song on my flute. That was beautiful. Thank you. That was beautiful. Did you did you did you truly enjoy it? Because you were laughing in the bathroom. <laughs> I was honestly <laughs> I was laughing, and I feel like I've told this story before. When I used to take piano lessons, I would sit next to... I've told you my piano teacher was a pedophile, right? <laughs> so I've probably told you. I've probably told you the story before. But he would, he would just play and I would sit there and I would laugh. Because whenever something is so good, I don't know why, but my, my first instinct is to laugh. It's not, oh my... I'm not in awe. I mean, I am in awe, but I'm not like, oh my... I just laugh. And so when I was in the bathroom, I heard you. I'm saying I'm in the bathroom. I wasn't in the bathroom. I forget. I wasn't in the bathroom. So like nine times I was in the bathroom. He was in the bathroom. But when I heard you playing, I was laughing because I thought this is really good. This is so good that <laughs> you can play this by memory. You probably haven't played it in years, a decade or uh -huh. who knows how long. But it was the perfect time to play it because of the intro, because of July 4th. Happy July. Happy July 4th. Happy a Independence day, day. Happy Independence Day. We hope you had a good one. We hope you have all your fingers intact. We hope you stayed safe. Stay safe. We hope it was a happy and a healthy. And as we said, we are here in the Czech Republic coming to you live from Teresa's bedroom. Yes. Do you know the name of the town? Oh, not. We don't need to. Yeah. <laughs> because he cannot pronounce it. We don't need to dox you. But we are here. If it sounds different, if my Czech accent has gotten thicker. Ooh, probably because he, he's been ordering beer and stuff all by himself mm, in Czech. Dvět velký piva, prosím. Tmavé nebo světlé? Světlé. Světlé, okay. I'd like two light beers, please. Okay, yay, quick. So <laughs> if it sounds a little bit different, yes, it's my Czech accent, but it's also probably the acoustics. Of this room. Hopefully That's very sounds, true. Hopefully it sounds good. It's not bad. I have, it's furnished. It's not like my parents turned this into a gym, like on Friends <laughs> or your parents. Sorry, Rachel. <laughs> not Rachel of Friends, Rachel of my family. But it, this is a wood floor and it's oh, like a weird. That's true. I'm going to make this room sound fancier than it is. It's like a weird cathedral What ceiling. are you talking about? It's my, it's my childhood bedroom. It's like an attic. And so the ceiling slopes up and then so mm -hmm. who knows how this is gonna sound i hope it sounds good i hope your recorder recital i hope so because came through i put my best into it even yes. the ending was a little rocky you never gave up but that was part of it i almost i almost feel like that was my ending you made it your own yes you exactly. made it you made it your own because you made are it special you're not a hundred percent american Okay. Exactly. Thank you. You're zero. Thank you. You're zero percent That's American. Exactly but, what I did. But you gave it that check twist at the end. Yes. Yes. That was the check <laughs> twist. All right. A little I like chaotic, that. but beautiful. I love that. Anyways, guys, <laughs> a lot going on over here. We are here to talk about 90 Day Fiance. We apologize for being a day late, but we thought, you know what? We're traveling. You guys have the holiday. Let's everyone just take a day Absolutely. off. Enjoy each other, and then we have the podcast to listen to right now. So we hope that's okay with you. We announced that it was going to be a day late on social media. So make sure you're following us on social media at Married to Reality Pod. Yes, guys. Follow us. Talk to us. We appreciate all the messages as always. We also, especially myself, because I'm the social media president. 
between the two of us. She still is. <laughs> we apologize or I apologize for the delay in responding, responding, but it's mainly because I need to be on Wi-Fi and I'm also six hours ahead. So Unlike Alina, her pussy does not have Wi-Fi. So exactly. we have to Unfortunately. be. Unfortunately. We have to be. It's got all sorts of other tricks. <laughs> I like Christ. to connect to Jesus it. Jesus Christ. My parents are downstairs. They you take it easy. They don't understand English. Oh, they may understand some English. <laughs> they do understand more than they're letting on. Yeah, they, they for That's sure do. a little do. trick they like to play on me called we don't speak English until I say something. And they go, huh? What did you just <laughs> say to my daughter? But guys. I'm six hours ahead, and sometimes when I find the time, I have to think twice if I actually want to wake you up with the message. <laughs> so, you know, I try to reply as much as I can when I find the Wi-Fi because T-Mobile made me run out of my data already. T-Mobile. Um, I, I gave you a couple of tricks. You were pushing your data. Yeah, I was pushing data. my data. So, anyways, guys, thank you for being patient. We'll get back. I'll get back to you guys. Yes. John will be there. I'll be supervising. He'll he'll be lurking in the background, in the shadows. Drinking my Czech beer. Drinking his Czech beer, exactly. But we'll get to it, guys. So our apologies, but... But keep it coming. Keep it coming. Keep it coming. We absolutely love it. Okay, that's social media at Married to Reality Pod. Also, make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening. So no matter if we drop the pod on a Monday or a Tuesday, it'll come right to your device. You don't have to think twice about it. You just look down, smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot as being in the Czech Republic. Ooh, that's how they're coming. I you know. did? Yeah. How? Because I, 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 before I pressed record, I said, do you have a smash it like it's hot? And you said no. And then we started <laughs> recording and I said... Well, it's probably not going to be that well thought out. Well, At least you didn't make me play my clarinet or something. <laughs> you don't have a clarinet. You can battle my larger flute. No, we, can, we can do it later, if you know later. what I'm talking about. But yes, yes. There wasn't anything that hot in the story. Oh, don't make me no, think no, no, no. about it. But then I thought of it, and mm. it was hotter than being in the Czech Republic at the moment. Physically, it's I'm sweating. What are you talking about? It's cool today. But yeah, it was hot. Air conditioning doesn't exist in small town Czech Republic. My parents have one. Your parents put one in, luckily. But it's hot. It's hot. And it's hot figuratively and literally. We yes. love being here. And so, yeah, smash it like it's as hot as the Czech Republic, yes. guys. Yes. Get down there and smash it. All right. And last but not least, if you haven't left a review, please do. And I know we say it every time, but it means the world to us. And a lot of you guys are sending them in and we're reading them and it fires us up. It really makes our day. So please, if you haven't left one, send one in. Yes, because, yes. Because we get to read them on the podcast. We read the five-star reviews on the podcast. And I have one right now that I would like to read. Let's do it. All right. This comes to us from our friend Podcast Pusher. Hello, Podcast Pusher. It's titled Reality Gaze Brought Me Here. Love it. All right. Love it. Okay. We love the Reality Gaze. You Love the reality gaze podcast pusher. And now we can all, we can just come together in a sort of menage a trois, if you will, as we did. I love it. I think reality, I said it several times, but gaze. that's awesome. Right, well, it's just the title, so relax. I have more. Wait, to, wait. Wow. I'm excited over the title. Okay. <laughs> now keep going. Okay. You may proceed. Okay. Reality gaze brought me here, and I'm so happy they did. I love listening to both of you. Teresa Spunk. Combined with John's even but expressive tone Ooh. is very enjoyable to hear. Wishing you both the best in this pod and your lovely love. And then in quotation marks, love, love. Love, love. I love that. And then it's a, it's a heart emoji and a muscle. Emoji. <gasps> so, my favorite. One of my favorites. I don't know if they're saying they love working out like 
mom? No, they love love. It's like flex. Uh, flex on Muscle. That. Yeah. Thank you, podcast pusher. That's that's the type of thing that makes our day, makes our week, really. Absolutely. You know when I use the muscle emoji? Instead of saying yas. Oh. That's how I use it. I used it at work too. Instead of saying yas to someone, I just send a muscle. Okay. <laughs> it's interesting because it could be like, I'm flexing on you. But yeah, no. Really, no one I uses see, it. No. No one uses it that way. It's more empowering. It's more it than, is. Yeah. I like it. I love it. I like it. All right. Thank you, Podcast Pusher. Thank you. We really appreciate that. And we appreciate the reality gaze for bringing you here. Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. So let's do a little 90 day, by the way, should we? All right, let's we do, do it. Am I going to perform again or was that it for me? <laughs> do you have anything else you'd like to perform? Mm, I didn't practice anything else. Okay. I mean, I didn't practice well, it either. I don't want to put you on the spot. <laughs> but if something comes to you during the podcast, sure. feel free to whip it out sure. and, and bless us with your gift. Okay? I sure will. Share your gift. All right. By the way, number one, and I'm not sure how I feel about this one. Remember the other week we were trying to remember Libby and Andre's daughter's name? Yes. Okay, it's Ellie. Yes. Okay, it's Ellie. It's I think Ellie. we I think we got to it on the pod, mm-hmm. but it's for sure Ellie. And here's how I know. She's got her own YouTube channel. She does? Libby Why? and Andre are making trying to make her a child star, I guess, and have given her her own YouTube channel titled Ellie's World. What does she do? Okay. I'm glad you asked. So about a month ago, they set up this channel. So it's kind of fresh. It's kind of new. Okay. They're very active on it. In this past month, they've posted like 11 videos. Wow. Okay. And the thumbnail images, you know, YouTube thumbnails, they're so important. There's Mm -hmm. a whole science behind the font you use and the image. And these thumbnail images are professional looking. So I don't think Andre designed them. I don't think Libby. I think they're really... Maybe putting some money into this thing. And there's a banner at the top of the YouTube page that looks Wowza. like she did a photo shoot for it. Like, I'm telling you, I think maybe Libby's trying to live through Elliot. We know Libby wants it yes. to be a Well, actress. she was in a couple of movies, she was wasn't in she? Homeland yeah. one episode as an extra or something. But I think they're totally trying to make her a child star. So you asked me what these videos are. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched any because I don't want the FBI knocking at our door. Okay. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Smart. But here are some of the titles. Ellie plays dress up like a princess with daddy. That's one video. Mm-hmm. Ellie can't pick her outfit to go shopping with daddy. She has a lot of shopping issues. And daddy issues. Um, <laughs> and another one. Ellie wants to jump and have fun on a bouncy house. Okay. All right. Who's so. watching this? I'm glad you asked that. They hid their subscriber count so you can't see how many people have subscribed to this YouTube. But the view count is there. And the videos range from 1,000 views to 19,000 views. Holy shit. So some people, really? are wa- some, yeah, some people are watching these videos. I wonder what kind of people. I'm gonna, maybe I'll make you watch one. And you yeah, I don't re- think I want to. You but can report back. I don't, you know, I can watch our nieces to do shit. Yeah. Life. Just watch him live. Just yeah, but yeah. Honestly, if she had like a special talent, I can see if she like right, play, she play piano, the, play the flute, the flute <laughs> right? I get it totally. But just a kid randomly doing random shit, I don't know about that. Well, yeah, the reason I don't know about it is because how old is she? She can't be older than a few years I think old, she's right? Like four or four. three or four. Say she's say she's, she's five. Say she's five. She's not old enough to go. 
I want a YouTube page. Yeah. Let's make a YouTube page. Daddy, I can't pick out an outfit. Let's film this for some con- No, it's Libby or it's Andre or even worse, maybe it's Chuck. <laughs> don't don't talk about my boy Chuck. But it's it's an <laughs> it's adult influence going, let's try to profit off Ellie. So you it's think a like little. she has ads and stuff? Yeah, I'm sure. I've been, I'm telling you, I've been, I've been, if you have 19,000 views on YouTube, you, I hope you have some ads, but I'm not clicking on it. If you're, if you're not a man in his thirties and you want to check it out, go check it out. Search Ellie's world on YouTube. Report back. Tell I'll us. I'll check it out. You check it out. I think it's I'll safer it if you check it out. You know that we share a computer, right? Oh, I'm not going to I would just feel weird watching a five-year-old or however old she is playing dress up. I think that's not for me. That's not for me. And that's okay. (laughs) It's for some, clearly it's for like 19,000 other people. So if we had a kid who had a talent, I would be like, sure, let's make you a little famous. Let's make some cash. But I would not film our kid to do random shit. Like as everyone, every other kid does. Right. But hey, maybe she does have a talent. I I'll wouldn't check know. it out. I'll yeah, check well, it out. You, you report back. I'll report back. All right. That's by the way, number one. By the way, number two. Woohoo. By the way, guys, we have a Patreon now. Woohoo. Okay, this is a little self-promotion, by the way. Sometimes we do that once in a while. We love it. This is I one. Mean, we hope you love it. <laughs> we what? do love it. We hope you love it too. What exactly do we love? The self-promotion? Yeah. Okay. I love it. Okay. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe you guys heard, maybe you didn't. We kind of launched it as a surprise a couple of days ago. A bit of a soft launch. It was a bit of a soft launch. We didn't make a big to-do about it. We didn't do a big lead up to it. But uh, some of you guys were asking for us to do a Patreon. We've been toying with the idea for a while. And so we just said, let's do it. Mm-hmm. We launched it a couple of days ago. A bunch of you guys have signed up already. So first and foremost, thank you. Thank you, thank you to everyone who signed up. Absolutely. That's the most important thing I have to say is thank you. Yes. I don't want to go too much into detail on what the Patreon has to offer because I I was bored and alone when Teresa was in Europe without me. So I released a short little podcast last week that goes into detail. Oh, you did? You didn't listen to it? I'm in Europe. You, are you subscribed to the podcast? I am, but I'm telling you, like, I don't really use Wi-Fi or anything, so. You didn't see? <laughs> I'm kind of glad. I'm embarrassed now, actually. If you listen to it while I'm here, that's super embarrassing. I'm so gonna listen to it. I'd rather you watched all of Ellie's Ellie World videos <laughs> than you, I just went on a rant. It was like a 15-minute rant about Patreon. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yes. Classic John. He told me he's going to do it, but I didn't listen. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. No, I'm glad you didn't. But I'm going to. All the details are there, but at a very high level. <laughs> <laughs> I was bored, Teresa. I love it. I was bored and maybe a little drunk. Okay? I love it. Right. I love it. At a high level, the main thing that's going on the Patreon and the reason we decided to start the Patreon right now, Seeking Sister Wife. Yeah. That show is out of control. Out of control. So we recorded a few episodes to drop while we were here in Europe because we didn't know when we'd get around to recording our normal content. Mm -hmm. And so that's all being dropped week by week. It started last week and we'll go for the next two weeks and you'll get the first three episodes of Seeking Sister Wife on the free feed. But the big news is after that third episode, they're all going to Patreon. The rest is going to Patreon. Yes. And if you sign up right now for Patreon, you can get all three episodes. You don't have to wait for two more weeks to be caught up to what we've recorded. Here's the other thing. 
we're going to have a video component. We don't have it yet. Yes. We don't have it yet, but as soon as we get back from Europe, there will be a video component to the Seeking Sister yes, Pod. Yes, which is next week. So, guys, for those who signed up, thank you so much. Yes. Don't give up on us. It's coming next week. It's just yes. slightly hard to do it from here, the whole video thing, because we don't have our stuff we have the minimal stuff that we can produce this podcast. Yes. But don't give up on us, guys, because it's coming and it'll be great, I hope. We'll find out <laughs> together. We'll find out, but it's coming. It's coming. And again, for those who signed up, thank you. Guys, if you're interested, if you like the Sister Wives or just Sister Wives or a Sister Wife. Seeking Sister Wife. Sister, seeking Sister Wife. I'm missing the A. I finally learned the proper English language. Seeking Sister and they're Wife. And they're messing it up for me. Yeah. But if you like the show, if you like listening to us, if you like to hear what John has to say about his craziness <laughs> and myself, please sign up. It's, you know, we're so excited about podcasting and now bringing it to Patreon. It's a big thing for us. So thank you. Yeah. Again, go check out patreon.com slash married to reality for everything. But there's a $3 tier, a $6 tier, a $9 tier. The six and nine will get you a seeking sister wife. $9 will get you the video component. Plus on the $9 tier, you will get one random podcast. It's not random. It's going to be a bonus podcast a month. We'll recap a random show or we'll talk about a trending topic and there'll be a video and audio component to that. And then for all the tiers, there's some other cool stuff that I won't get into. But again, it's all on patreon.com slash married to reality. Yes. And we also released a little video from the Czech Republic just to say hello. Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's featuring Fluffy the oh. dog. My parents' dog, who made a cameo, impromptu cameo she a sure few did. times, but it was great. She sure did. So this is it. This is our big news, guys. It's a big, it's a big launch. And, and again, is. there's three episodes of Seeking Sister Wife right now, but there's just going to be so much more coming in the future. So get in there now if you want to listen to all three of our pre-recorded Seeking Sister Wife episodes. And then every week after that, they'll be Seeking Sister Wife. And no promises. We're going to try our best to catch up. So if you look at the Patreon, it's going to say one Seeking Sister Wife episode a week. We might double down and do two some weeks. We're going to try to catch up. No, we will catch up. We won't try. We will. we will catch up. We discuss this because I also want to do this in real time right. for the friends so we can talk about it with you guys. And so we will catch up. We will catch up. So that's a little bonus for you right there. You're not obviously not going to have to pay anymore. It'll say you'll get one a week, but you might get two or three a week. Who knows? Yeah. We're going to catch up. We're going to do what we can to So again, to don't give up on us. It's all coming next week. Who's giving up on it? You keep saying this like people are giving up on us. Because I don't want people to think, oh, these people just released three. And what else is going on? No, we we would love to, but we're in check. Yeah, don't give up we'll on us. We'll get that. I don't, it just you sounds, see? No, I don't like it. That. No, it sounds negative. You're, it sounds like people are giving up on us. No, and you're saying not. You're saying don't give up on us. No one's giving up on us. Isn't it a song? Don't give up on... I don't know. Play it on your recorder. Let's figure it out. <laughs> All right. Enough is enough with the by the ways. Thank you again for everyone who signed up for the Patreon. Check out Ellie's World if you got nothing else to or do. Or don't. And let's talk about this show. Finally. Sunday Finally. Night. That was a long intro. What are we at? 24 minutes or so. Jeez. Why not? All right. Everyone fast forwarded anyways probably. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Sunday. As soon as you started playing the recorder, people were like 30 seconds, 30 I think seconds, people were like, oh my gosh, play more. They probably play more. Probably haven't even made it to this point because they just keep going back to listen to you. <laughs> they have that song on repeat right now. I, it, it's a catchy song. 
That's this why land I'm is your land. This land is my yes. land. Yes. From California. There might be a new to the New York. There island. might be a new Patreon tier where Teresa just plays the hits, or Teresa takes her requests. Maybe I think that's, Teresa only knows like two songs. Maybe that's coming. All right, <laughs> let's talk about the show Sunday Night, Ninety Day Fiance, Season Nine, Episode. Is it twelve? Because last time I had it wrong. It's twelve. Should we start? Oh boy, should we start with even Muhammad? Let's do it because. He's making me look like an asshole because I, I feel yes. like uh, I, was yes, so, I was gonna say I was so team Muhammad. Nah. I really was pulling for him. I thought here is a decent man who's in it for the right reasons yeah. and he's got his his cultural norms, but he's trying to explore America. And I was really pulling for him. And then this episode, it just ruined it ruined everything for me. Yeah, no, I feel you because at the beginning I was slightly judgmental towards him and then I changed my mind and I said, yes, it's his culture, yada, yada, yada. But Mohammed, oh boy, you really... Sometimes, and this is another thing, sometimes these foreigners say things that they don't hear how it comes <laughs> out, but... He meant what he said. He said it three and different his ways. English is not bad. He said it like three different ways, and in each yeah. time he said it, it was terrible. Yes. So this is not a translation thing. This is not a grasp of the English language thing. This is. Did you forget you were on camera? Yeah, Mohammed. More, more importantly, it's. I was shocked. I know. I was shocked because I was rooting for him. If it was Mohammed from Danielle and Mohammed, mm -hmm. if he said this stuff, I'd be like, yeah, I know. But I was shocked because I didn't expect it. He won me over. He conned me. And then he pulled the rug out from under me. And I have to go, now I see your true colors. I guess. But yeah, I think so. Okay, let's talk let's, about let's it. Let's stop dancing around it. Yeah, let's let's talk about what we saw this episode. It was 70 days to wed. And Muhammad, even Theron are at Theron's, what Eve is calling ninja class. I, I love it. Okay, but it's not a ninja class. What is it? I think what she meant is like American Ninja Warrior. You know, that you yeah. are familiar with that, right? Yeah. You're running over yeah. lily pads and swinging on rope. Like, that's not a ninja class. That's American Ninja Warrior. Yeah. And those gyms got super popular recently. And so that's where they are. Yeah, but Seren is enjoying it. He's loving it. And you can see his relationship with Mohammed, and I love it. Mohammed also seemed to love Terran, which is great. It's a to me it's a brotherly. Yeah, I was love. I was gonna add that. It's uh but it's good because Mohammed is not his dad. Mohammed is too young to even play his dad and too new to play his dad. Right. So the fact they have this friendly brotherly relationship, I think it's amazing. Oh I think it's I think it's great. I think it's positive. I just wonder is Eve even getting confused over Muhammad's role or Muhammad's position in the family. She goes, she goes, I love seeing my boys out I there. Know, you know, I like, know. That's, that's not how someone would talk about, I don't think, their fiance and then their son. I guess if it's your if it's your actual husband and then I was gonna say the yeah. son of you together, you'd be like, yeah, these are my boys, right? We're all family. I think but you would say that. I hear people who have husbands and kids who are boys saying oh i went i went to dinner with my boys and Wouldn't she they, she they, means the whole family and this is gonna get nuanced but guys i almost feel like ah oh, like these are my guys it feels calling calling muhammad a boy to me infantilizes him 
which he is a child and he's a child is looking for a mother to take care of him. But when she uses the term, oh, I love seeing my boys, that's what you would say if you had two sons out there at American Ninja Warrior Camp. Oh, look at my boys go. <laughs> right? I mean, she does have think, two sons there. I think, and again, I'm getting specific and nuanced. If she was like, look at my guys, I would go, all right, that's cool. Like, yeah. I get, honestly, Therese is giving me a look. No, I, I picked up on it too. I wrote it down. I love seeing my boys playing. It sounded more more motherly than like, oh, look at my fiance and my son. But I think a lot of people who have husbands or fiancés and boy kids would say that. I, maybe, maybe. And you can call in and let me know if you guys do. Listen, if Eve was 25, Mohammed's what, 24-ish, and Theran is whatever he is, right? Mohammed's 25, yeah. Yeah. And she said, oh, look at my boys. It would be fine. What I'm reacting to and the reason I'm harping on it is because I'm trying to see the dynamic of the relationship. Oh, and okay. does does she actually look at him as a potential suitor, as a potential husband, or is she looking at him like a charity case or just a boy toy, if you want to use that word, boy? It, <laughs> right? Because the words you use matter. And so when she says that, I go, oh, maybe she doesn't really see him as a legitimate husband. It's just a boy toy or it's just, a, it's just this young guy I'm having fun with. I think she looks at him as... Someone she loves or she's attracted to. Attracted to. And he also babysits for free. (laughs) So, okay. It's a a free au pair. They leave the gym and they're driving home. And out of nowhere, right? Theron's in the backseat. Muhammad's riding shotgun. Out of nowhere, Eve just goes, so, hey, we're going to have to push the wedding back a month. The venue I liked fell through. Yeah. What do, what do you think about that? Can they not have a serious conversation in private? Why did... <laughs> because uh, it's 90 day. But the last episode, you guys were in the middle of Planet Fitness walking <laughs> on treadmills talking about children and all these intimate issues. And now you have your son in the backseat and you're about to drop a bomb on clearly a volatile subject. Muhammad's not going to be happy about it. You're going to have an adult discussion. And I know you just called him your one of your boys but no he's an adult you guys should have an adult discussion in private about this think about theron how awkward that must be for him because muhammad doesn't take it lightly he's not happy to hear this news no but i don't think theron can pick up on it i don't think he can pick up on the seriousness of this conversation so i think yeah i don't know honestly i don't know but i think it's fine but what's not fine is that basically Mohammed says, let's just have a court we- courthouse wedding. Let's just get, get it done. Like you can that see, fine. you can know. But what I'm not fine with it is because Eve wants to have a nice wedding. Even if it's the two of them or a few friends, she wants to have a nice, nice wedding, nice venue. And he, the way he approached it, almost seemed like he just wants to get it over with and just be done with it. Not like, hey, you know what? Let's get the courthouse wedding going and then we can plan a nice wedding. He doesn't even say that. Right. Because what he does say is I want to get married. I want to get it done so I can start working. So if you were to like look at my notes, if I had written them out in pen, you would see like a (laughs) note 
and then it being crossed out and then a no. And then, cause like he says the right thing. I'm like, yeah. Oh, he wants to get married, do it fast so we can start working. I'm like, Oh, this is good. And then later, very soon after that, he'll say, Oh, my mom's counting the days until I could go back and visit her. So I'm like, are you looking for the ability to travel? Is that why you want well, to get bro, married? So, okay. L- let me clarify something. He said, yeah, I need a green card so I can work and travel. No, you don't. Once you get married, it takes about, it should take about three to five months to get your EAD card, which is your work permit, right? Yes. With that, you can work and you should also be able to travel. But if you need something faster... Once you apply for your green card, you apply for this paper that's called advanced parole. And with that, you can travel even before you get any paperwork. They'll send Mm. it to you first. There must be probably any reason. That's what I'm right. You can't just be like, oh, my mom misses me. No, but he can be like, my mom is older. I need to go and help her out. I need to go and see her. And that's fine. They'll give it to you. So there are ways. And Mohammed doesn't seem like a dumb person who doesn't know what's going on. He seems like someone who looked into this whole green card visa thing because he says it. He's like, oh, yeah, I need a green card because I want to work and travel. I don't think Eve knows a lot about it. So I think he literally just wants the green card, period. I, okay, but then follow it up with why does he want the green card? Does he want it? Because he wants to start working. I believe he wants to start working. But then the question I have, because he brought up his mom, is does he want to work and harvest that American dollar and send it back to mom? Probably. If he, well, he probably wants to take care of his mom. I think that's also part of his culture. Right. And I'm not faulting anyone for taking care of anyone. I would have issue if you weren't honest about it, if you weren't transparent about it. If you told Eve, and clearly these people don't talk about anything, so I doubt they did. (laughs) But if you told Eve, hey, when I start working, I'm going to put 75% of the check into our account and I'm going to send 25% home. Like it or hate it, as long as he was open and honest about it, I can support that. I doubt doubt he was. Yes, but now I'm questioning that him even wanting to be with Eve because, again... He was saying, oh, I need a green card to work and travel. No, you don't, right? And I think he knows it. I think he knows it. But it's like when you say, oh, I need a green card so I can go visit my mom. It sounds more like, oh, he does. He wants to see his mom. I'm going to cut him some slack. I think think without getting too specific, he was just saying, yeah, I need a green card to work and travel. He's not going to get the specifics of, well, it's actually my EAD card, which comes. It's basically I need to get married because you got to get married to get an EAD card. So I need to get married to be able to work and travel. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Understood. But what I'm saying is that let's say look at all the other people who seem to really be in a real relationship, right? Yes, they are dependent on the American. Yes, they they are doing this and that, but they also want to have a nice wedding. They want to enjoy that moment. They're not rushing this whole thing just to get it over with. Mm, Right. The timeline is what's questionable here. Why not just wait a month or two and have the nice wedding and then go see your mom? Right. He's so, there's such an urgency to what he's Mm -hmm. doing. Even like do something like Zied and Rebecca did. It was kind of a rushed wedding, right? She Mm -hmm. didn't have her dress ready. (laughs) But they booked this nice place, right? They invited a few family members. There was a horse and carriage. It was a horse and carriage, but they made it 
they made the best out of it. Right? It wasn't just a courthouse wedding. Right. And as far as I know, they're still together and doing great. But that would require a conversation. And this couple doesn't have conversations. And forget about the location of this quote unquote conversation. The fact that Eve just goes, we're going to have to push the wedding back. The venue I liked fell through. That's a statement. That's a statement. That should have been, hey, you know that venue I really liked? It's not available. <laughs> what do you think? Can we find something else? Should we push it back? Like, It should be a conversation. If you're really going to marry this person and make them your life partner, have a conversation. I agree. I agree. But I also think that Mohammed, as he said many times, expect Eve to just take care of him and take care of everything else so he right. can just feed and I guess work or do whatever he wants to do. We don't know what he would do for work, do we? No, but I feel like he's into fitness and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of, it's a new day, 65 days to wet, and he is out cruising on his bike because I think it's fun. And I can go places without <laughs> being dependent on Eve. I am a I am Saturn's babysitter. I here. just got my training wheels off of this bike, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm wearing this helmet. Well, the helmet's good. Don't shame. Don't shame the helmet. I'm not. Be safe. I'm just talking about Muhammad. Be safe. Okay, he uh, he's riding to a cafe and meeting up with a friend of his from the mosque, Rafe. Rafe, yes. And he needs to talk. About what's going on with Eve, right? He just got this news. The wedding's got to be pushed back. So he wants to talk to Rafe about yes. everything. And again, the way he says things, and even Rafe picked up on it because Rafe eventually says, oh boy. Oh boy. Oh. Yeah, he's like, you know these cameras are rolling, Mohammed. <laughs> <laughs> but I like Rafe. He seems like a nice guy, and I feel like he hopefully would can stir Mohammed the right direction. Stir him in the right direction, please. Mm -hmm. Yes, put you him on that so? bike. and Right? Hopefully, yes, hopefully. Well, so they because start. He, yes. Okay. So, so Mohammed says, I want to enjoy the wedding, but I want to apply for the green card. Yeah. And like saying things like this, it just comes out wrong. Like well, he, I want to enjoy says, the wedding, but I want the green card. He says there's a big backlog, so we got to get ahead of it, which is true. I guess that's, this is where there I would is ask a you. This is, is where I would backlog. ask you. If you get married and apply for the green card, would the backlog affect the EA EAD? Mm -hmm. Or would he and still get that time? Usually people say you get it between two to three months. Now I was saying three to six. The or EAD three or to the eight. green yeah, card? Yeah, the EAD. See, so you can't, you can't fault someone for wanting to work because imagine the flip side. We'd be yelling at the top of our lungs. He just wants to live off Eve. He wants to sit home all day and play video games with Darren. Yes, yes, yes. But... It should be whatever, whenever he says, I want to get this done so I can apply for a green card, should be followed by, but we'll have our dream wedding in right, a year. Right, Let's right. start planning the wedding <laughs> so we all are happy. There is no mention of a wedding, of a nicer wedding on his end whatsoever. But, and I, I need to stop defending Muhammad because what comes yeah, next is atrocious. But, <laughs> but I just like to play devil's advocate because there's no mention of Muhammad's dream wedding when Eve's talking about it. It's my wedding venue. So you're saying, oh, why doesn't he talk about this wedding? Why doesn't Eve consider Muhammad's feelings about her wedding? Maybe there's a venue he likes that's available. They need to talk. Even if it's, listen, even if it's something silly, something very small, right? They can still make the best out of it. Even Brandon and Julia had a very intimate 
wedding at the church yeah. just with the parents because of COVID. Because no, it of- wasn't on Mother's Day, so everyone relax. <laughs> but they still made the best out of it, right? They, she still went dress shopping. She still yeah. did the whole thing. But that's what I'm saying. Like here, you don't hear it. It's not like they're saying we should probably do it to be smart, to save money, but let's plan something bigger later. Or let's not have a courthouse wedding. Maybe let's get a priest or an officiant and do it somewhere else in the nature, right? Yeah. Make it nice. There is no mentioning of it whatsoever. So that's why it's throwing me off and whatever follows next. All right, here we go. Yes. Just bad. Even even Raphael was like, oh boy. Yeah. I'm, okay. Oh so, boy. so from this point forward, I'm done defending Muhammad. Yes. Thank because, you. Because he calls Eve selfish. Mm-hmm. Okay. He first calls Eve selfish and goes, she's feeding me and I'm watching her child. So she's happy. So basically Muhammad thinks Eve brought him here to be a babysitter. Mm-hmm. All right. That's, that's probably strike one and maybe strike two. But then he starts getting very emotional saying... I just wish I could take care of my mom. Okay, well, now we're at strike three and strike four. I'm not <laughs> very good at baseball, but I'm pretty sure you're out by this point, right? Cause, I have no idea. Because at no mention has, or at no point has he mentioned his love for Eve no. or, or his desire for a marriage or a union. It's been, nope, she's feeding me. I'm watching your child. I'm a babysitter. I want to take care of my mom. Okay. And then it gets really bad. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then there's, then the, the game is just canceled. Because Rafe goes, I hate to ask. <laughs> and I, 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 I'm glad you did, Rafe. But I hate that you did too because this just ruined Muhammad for me. Goes, I love that he did, but. I hate to ask. But if things don't work out with Eve, what's the plan? And Muhammad, this might be a 90-day first. This might be just this Brutal honesty, this transparency might be a 90 day Mm -hmm. first. I hate to ask, what if things don't work out with Eve? I don't know. Maybe I can plan to have another sponsor. So, okay, okay, okay. There is a lot, (laughs) there is a lot wrong with this statement. Let's begin with the obvious. Yes. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Oh boy, sorry, I'm breaking bottles over here. He basically calls Eve a sponsor. Oh yeah, that's a great point. He, he right and I know another sponsor another right. sponsor so he basically says Eve is his sponsor not his fiance not his love right. not his future wife a sponsor wow. that's a that's a great pickup yeah and you can hear Rafa saying oh boy well oh he, boy. Rafa goes oh boy you mean another wife <laughs> yeah he goes, but he, he's <laughs> he oh boys him and you can see that Rafa is like Oh, shit. What did I just ask you? What did I just ask you, Mohammed? I wish we kind of did our dry run of this conversation (laughs) before the cameras got here, Mohammed. but okay. Yeah, he's like, you meet another wife? And he's like, no, just another sponsor. Does <laughs> I know he's hitting it off with Theron really well, but does he think like Theron can sponsor him? Well, maybe, I don't know. Maybe if mom won't sponsor me, Theron can. So I don't know if he fully understands how it works or does he think like, let's say, for a work visa, right? Yeah. You need a sponsor, but you also, the sponsor needs to prove that there is no one in the U.S. who can do your job. Right. A work, er, yeah, your job could sponsor you with a work visa. Yeah, But yeah. they, they got to go through some hoops. Yeah, and it, it's expensive. Uh, but, but yeah, but there could be a sponsor. But yes, your potential wife or pot- your potential husband is your sponsor, 
but that's not what you call them. I would never be like, so uh, mom, dad, so I'm going to marry my sponsor. I know. <laughs> Literally, when we were doing the paperwork, it says sponsor. It does, like, it and does. I'm like, who's who? I'm like, what am I? Am I the sponsor? Like, because that's not what we think no, of each other as. Not, normal, real couples, regardless, oh, regardless, well, international couples, if you are in this for real, you don't look at it at have I ever looked at you as a sponsor? Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. yeah not a sponsor. You know when I always <laughs> say that? Not yeah, a but no, Jordan and I were like, okay, who's the sponsor? We kind of have to think about it. I'm like, I think it's you because you're the American. And right. then we just handed the paperwork over to a lawyer because we just gave up. But, the, but yes, he's calling her a sponsor. The paperwork to us? was so secondary or tertiary. Like that was just what we had to do to be together. For Muhammad, it seems like that's, he just, he'll just be with, he'll just be with Eve for the paperwork. Like the paperwork's the primary and it's crazy. And if you wanted it to be any more crystal clear, the last thing he tells the camera is, I want to be in America. Uh, If if Eve doesn't understand and can't sacrifice, this isn't going to work out. That was so bad. It was like a cherry on top of a cake for the immigration. Except it contradicts what he said weeks ago. I'm pretty sure the producer said, so what happens if Eve doesn't change mm-hmm. or doesn't work? He's like, well, then I'll go back. I'll yes, leave. Yes, I know. He did say he said, I would just go back. Get your story straight, Muhammad. That's so it. I'm no I longer think team he Muhammad. Wants to, I already think he wants to stay in the, in the U.S. This was a way to do it. He has a free house, and Eve is a good-looking lady. It's not like no, you know, she's, he, yeah, very he has to really sacrifice himself. And she feeds him. He can live there for free. Yes. But he needs to, yeah, this is so bad. Imagine it's if, so bad. Imagine if, like, Eve does think this is real, right? This is, maybe it is real. Let's say it is real, right? I don't and think then you it watch can be at this back. point. You watch right. back. Right, you're she's like, so di- what? She's so disposable. Yeah. I'll just find another sponsor. Yes, like imagine that they actually, like they somehow work things out. They're gonna get married, and they're at the tell-all, and this plays back. I would lose oh, my shit. Will. I would be like, so this is what I am to you. What I'm not like, this is how you talk about me. Yeah, no, Eve may be naive, but she is nowhere near naive enough to like Danielle. Could hear this and be like, no, he still loves me. He loves me. He's just, you know, <laughs> classic Danielle. Eve is not that naive. She would hear this and go, say what? I would hope so. I it's crazy. So. It sucks. I was Team Muhammad until this episode. Now yeah. I don't think there's any redeeming. Muhammad no, after no, this. this this was pretty bad. <sighs> All the red flags. All right, let's talk about our next couple. Speaking of red flags, Patrick and Thais. I wonder who you think the red flags are here. So. I guess Patrick, he's he's run out of things he can buy to make Thais happy. So he's just given up trying to make her happy. And now he's out <laughs> with John and his friend having drinks. Wagner. You think that's his first name? Wagner. You it's think Wag- that's his first name? I don't know. I, I knew a, a kid with a last name, Wagner. That's what I'm saying. Growing up. It's probably a last name. Right? Is that a thing? Guys, Colin, are last names a thing all over the country? Or I'll ask you, Trace, all over the world. I hate it. I hate people it would call you by your last name. In schools, teachers can just because there were maybe well, another sure. no, person I mean with the same name. I mean friends. I would. I hated it. People sometimes did it as like a, you know, some 
not even as a joke. Like people did, but I hated it. Okay. I, I just hated it. I wasn't sure if it seems like a New England thing to me. And we did it in my no, friend group. No, no, it's, 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 I think it's all it's over the world. But some some people consider it disrespectful. Nah, I think it's cool if your friends are doing it to each other. It's kind if of a you're nickname. okay with it. I have friends that I only call by their last name, but there's their preference since we oh, were yeah. kids. Interesting. For me, like I hated it. No one does it. No one calls me my last name. Interesting. Yeah, I think it's closer. Plus now I have a new last name. So Right. I think it's closer. I think when you use a person's last name, it seems... Yeah. I know your friends call you by your last name. And sometimes. I call like, the, the guy yeah. I'm going to go be his best man. I call him by his last name. Yeah. So like, I think there's some sort of closeness when you use it as opposed to just a first name. But anyways, like just as long wondering. as the person is okay with it, that's just, fine. Just wondering. Yeah. But, okay. Yeah, surprise, so- surprise. We're at another brewery. Woohoo. Okay, this this season of 90 Day Fiance brought to you by breweries. I love breweries. Oh, uh, we love breweries. We, love we just a, went to a brewery if there's yesterday. Alcohol, if there's alcohol there, we yeah, love it. Yeah, but we just went to a brewery yesterday. Did we go to a brewery Yeah. The one from the movie? Oh, yeah. We also went to a whiskey distillery. So We did a lot. You guys know what we're doing over here. Anyways, so Patrick, John, Wagner, they're all at the brewery. Patrick's kind of spilling the beans Mm -hmm. to Wagner about Thais trying to just get him to marry at one of those drive-through chapels in Vegas. And I kind of blacked out during the segment because I just could not stop laughing on John's accent because it was coming out so hard (laughs) that even I could hear it. It got hotter and hotter. He, oh my gosh, A, he was wasted once again and B, His accent was just out of control. I think the more he drinks, the oh, yeah. more apparent the accent becomes. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, this yeah, this was also sponsored by just the city of Boston, yeah. I think. So okay, red flags, you asked. Why for me, Sai is not telling her dad, not even that she's marrying, she's gonna marry Patrick, which is a red flag. Yeah. She didn't even tell her dad she's gonna stay in the US. Right. Right. So tell me why. That's a big red flag because why wouldn't you, you're planning on spending the rest of your life with this person who your dad knows. It's not like a random person, right? Why aren't you telling him? Like there must be something. And let's add another, let's add another lie. The fact that he, he won't even be honest with him about why her dad isn't, getting filled in on the idea or why he doesn't know it's because he doesn't like Patrick yeah but, but she refuses to tell him but how much he doesn't like him doesn't is it just like yes he's a he's American typical American and but otherwise like he's fine with him or did Patrick do something or did Thais tell her dad that he did something that that the dad actually hates him like I don't you know, think I, a lot of red flags over here because she's Thais lying to telling, both of them. Thais is telling us the truth as the viewer. Yes. She's telling, so I think that would come up if that was true. I think dad just doesn't like him because he's just another American man. I think no. I but think I, he but, doesn't like him because he knows that if they get together in a way like they get married, she'll move. Okay. Well, there's she'll that. Leave. There's that. But then say that. Because that's nothing against Patrick. If there was something dad didn't like about him, then okay, maybe he could take offense to it. If it's just, well, I would move away for you. Well, that's that's not on Patrick per se. That's Thais's decision. Yeah. So tell him, be honest. The more you're keeping from Patrick, 
the worse it is in the long run. True. Yeah. And the reason I, when you said red flags, I was like, oh, I'm interested to hear because I think a lot of people are siding with Thais and thinking Patrick is the villain here. I don't. I, really, I don't. Because I, honestly, you you are an adult. She's an adult who can make her own decisions. Will dad get mad? Maybe a little bit. But like, what do you think? You got to just keep telling your dad you're on a vacation for the next 45, 60 years? Like, yeah. well, well, what's your plan? And what John says is actually true because he's going to say, I don't know if he says now or later or both, but he says, it's actually going to end up being really bad for Patrick because dad is going to end up blaming him. Of course. For everything. Of course. No. And one of our friends wrote into us and said, well, it could be a cultural thing. I know in certain cultures, right, families view things differently in terms of, I think we went off and said, oh, why does she need permission to, yeah. to and, and so things can be different culturally, but still tell Patrick that then. If that's the case, mm-hmm. still be open and honest and tell Patrick that yes. because the more you leave him in the dark, again, if you truly love this guy, tell him. And you'll work through it. You'll figure it out. I think the reason a lot of people are starting to turn on Patrick is because he's not saying the best things about Thais. The only thing, the only compliments he's giving her are, she's hot. Yeah. She's hot, right? Okay. So outwardly, maybe he hasn't said a ton of things about Thais that make it seem like, oh, he's in love with her and wants to marry her. But his actions, I think, speak Again, forget the throwing the money at her. That was was gross and and he should not have done that. But he's learned the language. He's gone over there 10 plus times. Like it seems like he's making an effort. Yes. So, okay, maybe all he says is, oh, yeah, she's hot. Okay, maybe he's trying to be a cool guy. Maybe he's trying to whatever. He doesn't want to be like, oh, my God, I love her so much. She's so sweet. She makes me laugh. He's showing an effort. She's not. That's very true. And Patrick said, he and... That's what, why I think, did Thais tell him? Because he says he doesn't think that her dad has him or anything like that. And he even got him a Father's Day gift. <laughs> we went to lunch. I gave him a gift. And Patrick is like, I'm not getting married until she tells her dad. And John is like, you lie. You lie. Excuse me? What? <laughs> He's saying you lie. When he oh. goes like, oh. you lie. <laughs> You love. <laughs> if we're gonna if we're gonna go through our greatest hits of quotes at this at this hang, Wagner tells Patrick, "Red red flag, big red flag." And Patrick's like, "Guess what? I'll grab that red flag, shake it in the air, boom, white flag." <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? First of all, white flag is not a good thing either. If you're waving a white flag, that means you give you up. Give up, yeah. So maybe green flag would have been good. Uh, just just the waving flags. And then John's like, let me at him. Let me, I'll talk to him. I've got the testicular fortitude. I got the testicular fortitude. He's like, I tell the father. I tell the father. I was like, I literally was dying laughing. I can't even believe I wrote some notes down because (laughs) I just, I could not take it. It was so good. Just, oh yeah. It brought me back to, to being town for sure. Just hearing those voices. But okay. They finish at the brewery. We cut back to the house. Thais is cooking chicken. That she didn't even wash. Okay, okay, so. I would hate to see her lady parts if that's how she treats her chicken. Chicken stroganoff, right? Mm-hmm. I actually looked up the recipes because I was very curious because whatever she was cooking looked disgusting. 
Oh boy. So you have, oh boy, that's Teresa's opinion and her opinion alone. So you have fans. If you Google chicken stroganoff, everyone says it's a delicious, simple recipe, right? Don't Google John stroganoff, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. Okay, not me, John, Boston John. And anyway. so in America, you guys usually, and this is one of the recipes, olive oil, Yellow onion, garlic, mushrooms, chicken, chicken stock, flour, paprika, bay leaves, Worcester sauce, sour cream, fresh parsley. Sounds pretty good, right? Okay. Then I googled simple stroganoff because that's what she was doing, right? So okay. A simple recipe. Uh-huh. Still, some butter, some chicken, right? Mushrooms, onion, flour, salt, pepper, chicken broth, sour cream. There's no ketchup. There's no mustard anywhere. Mm-hmm. So then I googled the Brazilian stroganoff. Oh boy, here we go. We're really and, doing the deep research on this podcast. And, okay, okay. So chicken, garlic, onion, butter, ketchup and mustard, soy sauce, heavy cream, salt and pepper, tomato sauce, sliced mushroom, and corn, but that's optional, right? Mm-hmm. But you don't just, the way she cooked it, she basically dumped chicken yeah. in a pot with mustard and ketchup that she poured over and that was it. We didn't see her cutting any veggies or anything. So there was a chicken mm-hmm. dipped in mustard and ketchup. Okay. And it was disgusting. All right, Teresa. Look who's talking. I just had to because I'm... Look who's talking. I, I like to think that I'm a little chef. Uh, yes. And I was just curious because I love new recipes and this the real chicken stroganoff sounds pretty good. Okay. Right? Okay. Not what I, whatever Thais was making. Uh, all right. Everyone's got their own recipes. Teresa, you've told me time well, and time again you put ketchup on pizza. So she puts ketchup on chicken. I Yeah, but that's my choice. I would not. You don't go to a restaurant and they don't bring you a pizza with ketchup. Okay. Well, right? I'm just saying. Maybe she discovered something no, but that's tasty. No, that she should have mixed it on the side with the other ingredients. She should have made a sauce out of it. Mm. Not to like. Yeah. Oh that was it. All Even right. John was like, I think John is a person who eats everything. He ate steak off the floor, so yes, yeah. Yes, yes. He spit it out. <laughs> he spit it out. Okay. He, he comes into the kitchen, right? John comes in. Hey, dinner. A dinner special dinner. You need a hand? <laughs> you need a hand? And John, obviously drunk, clearly, when is he not, starts questioning Thais if she misses home. Have you, uh, have you talked to your dad recently? You missing home? What's going on? You talked to your dad? Right. So smooth. Just trying to somehow mm-hmm. steer the conversation to ask. Well, since we're asking questions here, we aren't asking questions. John, you are. Okay. But since we're asking questions here, uh, does your dad know? Your dad know you're getting married? <laughs> no. No, he doesn't. No, and he doesn't and know. Thais is like, I cannot talk and cook. And John is like, it's called multitasking in America. I'm teaching you uh, some English. Uh, no, so John, don't do that. Don't yeah. do that. I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to help you multitask. Let's okay. just, help, just help her with the chicken, John. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, well, you can't get married and then tell your father. You got you to gotta tell your father first. And Thais is like, yeah. No, I, I can. And John's like, no, why? <laughs> he was so, like, just emotive. John, I love John. I love that he's there. Uh, I don't love him as a person, but I love him. I love him as a persona. As a character. As a character, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like, why wouldn't you want to tell you that? My brother ain't a scumbag. My brother ain't a scumbag, okay? And <laughs> so she's cooking, trying to get him out of the kitchen, saying I can't multitask. John is basically... 
John is basically Gordon Ramsay, like Boston Gordon Ramsay, except he's the kitchen nightmare. John is the kitchen nightmare, right? Well, he tries the chicken. He's like, spits it out. And he's like, it's good. Dude, tell her it's not good. I would not. I think lying about cooking is bad. Yeah, pick your battles. No, you can be. He can be like, oh, maybe it needs a little more, a little more salt. Just, just a, a lot more drop, salt. Drop it on the floor once or twice. Get that, <laughs> get that seasoning. Uh, but I think he ate it later because Patrick comes home, right? Oh, yeah. And they all eat. And I think John keeps eating it. <laughs> He's wasted. <laughs> He's, well, he tells the cameras, like, she overcooked this chicken. It's like rub and ketchup. Rub and ketchup. Well, this that's chicken. what it looked like. It was. I mean, it was. So, okay, they sit down to eat dinner. And Thais asks Patrick, why, why did you tell John about my dad not knowing about the wedding. And Thais says, it's a secret for us. Thais, you told Patrick's brother, Matthew. Mm-hmm. So what is this? Oh, it's a secret for us. You spilled the beans to one brother. Plus you live with John. But regardless, live, Schmiv, mm-hmm. who, who cares? Live. It, you told one brother and now Patrick told another brother. It's in the family. It's in the family. You're making a big deal out of nothing. I think you know you're wrong. You know you should tell your dad, right? Oh, yeah. She, she knows. I, I don't know what's stopping her, to be honest, because she first wanted to get married and then call her dad. How is that better? Uh, it's not. It just goes back to me questioning, how does he have this power over you? Because she almost wants to get it done. It's like getting a tattoo and then telling Yeah. Hey, hey, parents, I got this tattoo. You're right. As opposed to, can I get this tattoo? No, you can't get the tattoo. Then, here's what it is. Once you ask or tell and they say no, now you look like a jerk if you go and do it. Or, or, wait, but they're engaged. So dad knows they're engaged. No, or dad, does, oh, he doesn't know. What? If he knew they were engaged, he would not let her go to America. That's true. Because I was going to say... Maybe she doesn't want to tell her dad because he wouldn't give her his blessing. Therefore, she couldn't marry Patrick. But if, they're get, if they get married and then she'll tell us that, hey, we're married. They don't need the blessing. It's done. They don't need the blessing either way. Well, no, but it's, you know what I'm saying. It's just semantics. It doesn't matter. It's nice. It's nice. It's nice. It's not contractually binding or anything. It's just a no. nice thing to do. She, For some reason, she doesn't want to tell her dad i still don't understand why she's in america the safety mm-hmm. of patrick's home where dad can't come and take her out and bring her back to brazil it's like just do either just do it or tell your dad but i don't know this dosi do of what are we gonna do here yeah, i don't know it's crazy the fact that john is making the most sense at this table he hit he hit that sweet spot between like four and seven beers, and he's make <laughs> he's making a lot of sense when he's like, oh yeah, your, your dad's gonna resent him mm-hmm. if you guys get like John making a, a lot of sense, okay? Yeah, and that's what I was saying. Like, I do agree with what John is saying because somehow he does see what's coming because that would happen. Yes, that would happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you see, like after dinner, John is like, did you really like the food? That was rubber chicken. You like that rubber chicken? You must really love her if you could eat that. Uh, and then, so Thais storms off, right? Yeah. And then John. Or does, and, or does she? Yeah, well, 
John and Patrick are talking about the bachelor party with the strippers and all these hot chicks. Well, John is basically like, you need to figure out this wedding fast because we got a bachelor party to plan. <laughs> like his only concern <laughs> is this bachelor party. So like, let's figure out when it's going to be. I think every weekend is a bachelor party for his John. Whole, his whole life is a bachelor. Oh, yeah. His whole oh, life yeah. is a bachelor party. Yeah. Oh, we've got to figure it out. we got a bachelor party, 100 strippers, 100 strippers. And Patrick goes... There are no strippers hotter than Thais. Why would I want that? Ah, <laughs> Thais was listening and I thought it was childish. It was a little childish. Right? Like listening in the background. Like either go there and have the combo with them or literally storm off as you did. Mm-hmm. Right. Sometimes I go to the store and, and sometimes I want Rocky Road. Sometimes I want chocolate chip. Basically, Where is it from? This... John telling John said, oh, yeah. John telling Patrick that it's okay to have a couple oh different my women. Gosh. You know? yeah. Even though Thais is hot, there's some other strippers. Sometimes you're in the mood for a different flavor, right? And this is when Thais comes back into the kitchen going, I heard everything you said. And John is like, she doesn't know what we were talking about. That was a dig on her English, I think. Yeah. Right? There's but no way you she know that she doesn't. I, I mean, her English is better than they tell. To be fair, I have a hard time understanding John, and I lived in Boston for several years, so he might not be Does that... he get subtitles? I always forget, does oh, he? Oh, it would be amazing if he did. We should, we should pay attention, because sometimes Americans with heavy accents do get subtitles, and I appreciate it. <laughs> there are certain accents that I'm just like, what? Yeah, so Thais is back, and Patrick turns to her and goes, he was talking about a bachelor party, and John loses it. For like two seconds, I was scared. Mm -hmm. He went into a full rage. It was like the Red Sox lost the World Series. <laughs> he almost flipped a table. It was a full rage, and I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, but Thais, and this is what I kind of, yeah, I, I don't like her answer to all this either because she's like, if he has a bachelor party, I will kill him and go back to Brazil. Yeah. That's not that's not healthy either. Well, like bachelor yeah. and bachelorette parties are normal. They're a tradition before you get married. Doesn't mean that you have to go and bang someone. Like you no. have fun with your friends, you drink. That should be fine. Like the fact that she goes and says, I will kill him and then go back. Well that's we, a little aggressive. We've kind of veered away from the storyline, but remember the original story was she's so Jealous. She's so overprotective. She's tracking his location, mm -hmm. right? The bachelor party's got to be a lot to swallow for someone who needs to track their significant other's location from another country. Yes, but at it's a times. tradition. Like she yeah. has to. It's a celebration. If you look at it this way, you really want strippers? Is that what you want? <laughs> Exotic dances, okay? Exotic dances. <laughs> Just calling them strippers two minutes ago, though. I honestly, the storyline is getting a little silly to me because there needs to something else needs to happen, right? No, John just needs to get drunker. And oh, then yeah. Oh, it'll, yeah. It'll, it'll get better if and better. If John wasn't part of this storyline, it would be really bad. Like, John makes it fun. Yeah. And sad. John makes it fun. Time. Yeah, but I love it. I love it. <laughs> so basically, Patrick and Thais are alone. And Patrick says, John isn't totally wrong. He's not saying you're a bad person. He's worried your dad won't like me if we don't tell him the truth. And Thais is like, it's difficult because I always live life alone. No one talks about me or my life. And Patrick goes, welcome to marriage. 
And that sums up so That's much. true. So much of this show, which is, sure, you used to do things by yourself or you used to only be concerned about yourself, but welcome to marriage. This, yes. is, a, this is we now. Yes. And not just this show, in general. Like, we all had our lives before we get married or find a partner, right? Like, I wasn't used to doing a lot of things I do now. I wasn't used to sharing things. I wasn't used to being concerned about anyone else. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it, it's a life change. It a is. Little, a little it, bit. It was a good one. It was a good ending. Yeah. Patrick. Patrick. All right. That is Patrick, Thais, and John. Let's take a quick break. Okay. Teresa wants a little more check wine, I oh, think. Oh, yeah. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, a couple more couples. <laughs> All right. We'll be back in a second. And we're back. <laughs> 24 hours later. No, it was not 24 hours. 12 hours later and we are back. Hello, Jonathan. It is 1021 in the AM here in the Czech Republic. Hello, Jonathan. Hello. Is that your morning voice? Yes. I'm trying to get you to say hello to oh, me because hello. that's how we roll. Hello, Teresa. Well, this is a little bit of a different circumstance here. Well, yes, because our great... What is it? A converter? It's like a power adapter. Power yeah, converter. a power adapter from Amazon.com burned. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor, but I'll complain. <laughs> and we basically ended up with a computer that was on 2%. Yes. And we could not finish the pod last night, so we apologize. But I woke up this morning, went to the store with electro things. Oh boy. Electric things? And maybe we should have waited to podcast until Teresa was fully woken up. It's called Electro. Okay. So the Electro store mm-hmm. and I got the converter and we're back. We're back. Yeah. The timing at least kind of worked because I got the low battery warning as we were coming to our break. That's very true. So then we took our break and we were scrambling to try to fix this converter and we could not and we were tearing through different adapters that Therese's dad had. None worked. Yeah. And so we called it a night and now we're picking it up this morning after a little Rojo leak, after a little breakfast. And uh, <laughs> the best part of waking up in Czech is the Slivovica in your yes, cup. Yes, the shot of Slivovica. So we are primed with the shot of Slivovica and I think we're ready to go. We are. Okay, let's do it. We have Jibrian Miona. 38 days to wet. And it's the day after the intervention. Yes. Yes. And apparently... Brian's cooking wasn't the only thing that left a bad taste in Miona's <laughs> mouth. <laughs> that little family get together left a bad taste in Miona's mouth. And so they haven't been speaking. Jabri and Miona haven't really been speaking. So Jabri instead is, is taken off with Grandma Shane, with his gangsta grandma. Yes. And they're going to do some hiking because that's something they used to do together. But Miona is not the outdoorsy type, so Jibri's doing it with Grandma again. Yeah. That sounded really <laughs> Hiking. Oh Jibri's hiking with Grandma again. Yeah. That's always the first person you should. Who's the oldest person I know? Let's go hiking. That I mean, good, good for Grandma Shane. I, I hope I'm as active as she is when I hit certain age. Yeah, she seems very spry. Yeah, having some horses, just living her best life. Absolutely. So they're out hiking. And they start talking about Jabri's happiness and him and Miona together. And Shane just doesn't see the love. Yeah, we don't, we don't see the love either. 
Like, I don't see the love. Do you? I don't see love. No, I see a business opportunity. If you mm-hmm. want to, if you want to go the Bilal route, I see a business opportunity <laughs> here. And that's kind of where the conversation goes because Jabri starts talking about Miona and saying, I do love her. That's not the question. The question is us being on the same page. And he goes on this rant. If you want to talk about a millennial rant, mm-hmm. this is a millennial rant. She used to have 30,000 followers on Instagram when she lived in a small town. She used to care about her brand. She What's used her brand? Miona. Hashtag Miona. She's not even hashtagging anymore, <laughs> I feel like. She's giving up hashtagging. She's giving up trying to find sponsorships. She doesn't care about her influencing game at all anymore. And that's a big turnoff. It is because he wants someone who's an entrepreneur. Yeah. You say it. Entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. Look at me. (laughs) (laughs) And apparently she's not anymore, right? Think about what that says. She wants or he wants a business person. So an entrepreneur is a business person. Yes, but in a way, like, I kind of, this is hard for me because... I can see both sides. I can actually see a little love. When she arrived from Jibri's side, I saw some love. And then the way she talked about Jibri, I did see some love on her side too, right? But they're trying to be this power couple, just not to do business together, just to do business. No, they're trying to do business together. You think They're trying so? to build their united brand. I guess, but he's trying to do music. She's trying to do makeup. How does that go together it doesn't well they can use the notoriety the fame that they're receiving now as a couple to propel their individual ventures but to me it's so clear at least in his words maybe it's all for show for this show who knows but yes he's he wants to be in a power couple because of the benefits he'll receive from the outside world, not from anything he's going to get from his relationship. He's not saying, oh, I want a wife who loves me and who I love. He's like, I want an entrepreneur. That's, I get that that could be a turn on for some people, but that shouldn't be the number one thing you're looking for in a wife. Well, let me, let me, let me ask you this because I feel like you'll agree with what I'm about to say. He's just saying, he wants someone driven. And you said that too about me. That's you different. Said if I, that's if, completely different. Well, I feel like that's what he's trying to well, say. Well, he did a terrible job saying. I didn't check your Instagram count when we started well, dating. No. I didn't. I wasn't worried about that. That's not being driven. Checking someone's Instagram count has nothing to do with passion or drive or hard work. Unless it's what you're trying to do. I wasn't trying yeah. to be an influencer. I am, I'm not trying to be one at all. That's why... My drive doesn't come from my social media, obviously. My drive comes from other things I do in life, right? But her drive, her whole business thing was on Instagram. And that's how he was kind of judging whether she's doing well or not, I guess. I guess. (laughs) But you know what I'm saying? Like he literally could say, yes, I love the driven person that she was. She was hustling. He said hustling. He said hustling. But... He basically said now she doesn't do anything but complaining. Yeah. So grandma's picking up on this and she's getting a little concerned. Okay, maybe this relationship isn't right. Maybe this isn't all Jabri thinks it is. And he even tells grandma, I need to be able to dream. I want to marry 
my music. Oh, Chippity. And Shane's like, you say you want to marry the music. Is that okay with Miona? Will she give you the space mm-hmm. to create? And so Shane's like, you need to be honest with her about what you need to be happy and successful. Yes. And Grandma's kind of confused because she she doesn't know if the marriage is going to happen. But then she says something in a way that's classic gibbery. Classic gibbery just being confused, right? And being chaotic, not being organized, just going on, going in circles, trying to figure shit out. So she kind of offers to officiate the wedding that may possibly happen because I think she believes it will happen. Well, apparently she saw love or happiness or excitement when Jibri was talking about Miona. Yes. So she's but like, oh, it, I see the love. I guess if you decide to get married, I, I could officiate for you. Yes. But again, I think it's also a classic Jibri from what she said that that's how, that's how he acts. How? He's not like a straight shooter. He just talks about things and complains and does this he's and says that. He's a dreamer. Yes, he's a dreamer. And so it's not like, oh, I want to marry me when I'm going to do it. He's like, I don't know. Should I? Oh, she's right. not an entrepreneur. But grandma is saying classic gibbery. Like, that, that's playing, who he is. He's playing this tortured artist. Yeah. It's, like, it's not that difficult. Oh, my gosh. That's what Sor- he- Sorry she's not getting a thousand followers a week like she used to. Like, this is not, you're not Picasso. You're not Van Gogh. You're not a tortured artist, Jabri. You wear matching outfits and yes. you're on a reality TV show. <laughs> speaking yes, of matching outfits. Speaking of matching outfits, it's a new night. Jabri and Miona in their matching Aztec sweaters. I actually like the sweaters. Oh, I, I would like them too on one of them. It's, it's, when, <laughs> it's when everything is in double. I'm seeing double, double trouble. That's, that's, what I would, that's true. What I would Sometimes say. I can wrap my mind around matching outfits once in a while. Yeah. Once in a while. Special occasions. Special occasions, exactly. This, I guess you could consider it a special occasion. They go out for dinner. They want to talk. A little bit. And Jabri wants to fill Miona in on the Shane conversation Mm -hmm. and and how he's starting to think things through and think things differently now. And so weren't you surprised how cool she was and agreed with everything? Because in a way she, the space argument and the beach wedding and all that. Well, it wasn't a conversation. It goes back to what I always say about most of these couples is no one's having a conversation. It's all statements. Everything Jabri said to her was a statement. He goes, I realized I want a life with space. I need to be in the studio for 12 hours. You need to be able to entertain yourself. It wasn't a conversation. It was, Mm -hmm. this is what I need. This is what you need to do. And so, yeah, kind of surprising that Miona was cool with it. Yeah. But she agrees too ironically, I guess not ironically, she's probably looking at her sweater, looking at his sweater, (laughs) looking at her sweater, looking back at his sweater going, I do need to be more independent. Well, yeah, but I feel like having space in the relationship comes naturally. People should give each other space as much as they need it, but it should come out naturally. I feel like discussing space creates issues because it sounds bad. It sounds like I need space from you. And when you say it out loud, I think it sounds ridiculous. Like if you told me you need space from me out loud, I would be really sad. But if you said, hey, uh, I'm going out with my friends tonight. Is it okay if we have a guy's night out? I would be like, no, totally, you know, drive safe or let me know if I should pick you up. 
that's fine, but it's the same thing in a way, right? You yeah. need a little time with your guy friends and that's fine. But if you told me that, hey, Therese, I need some space from you. I'm going out with my friends. I would be, I think I would be sad. Yeah, there's no nice way to ask for space without it coming across like you're sick of the person. Yes. But I will say Jabri and Miona, one of the few couples, unlike hmm, Kara and Guillermo, who have spent, it seems like, every day together. Kara's mm-hmm. going out with her friends, drinking, yeah. one, right? Miona and Jabri, it's almost 60 days in, two months in, and they've seemingly spent every day together. They've gone to Chicago. So, sure, it's probably a lot. You're going from not living with the person. Like, we had a gradual progression of time together. True. We had, we started dating. Then you started spending some nights over my place. Then you moved in. This is a couple who they were living in separate countries. Mm -hmm. So you're going from not even spending any time together to now spending 60 days straight. You might start to feel, you know what? I kind of miss my space. And that's okay. But as I said, you can, he could just say, hey, I'm going to grab a beer with my friend just to, you know, touch. I don't think it's that type of space. It's not that type of space. So then any other space is just sad because... No, they, no, they no, need no, to no, figure. No. They have 90 days to figure out if they want to be together. If you get sick of each other after 60, then you should not be together. Again, he thinks he's this artist. He thinks he needs to disappear to the studio for 12 hours. And that's his job. And if it is his job, then sure, you don't mm-hmm. come to work with me. I don't go to work with you and just stand over your shoulder all day. These people don't have jobs. Jabri and Mion don't have jobs, right? So... They're together nonstop. I think Jabri's thinking, at some point, I need to go work. I need you to be okay if I go to the studio, if I have to go on the road, if I have to travel to Chicago to meet with the producer. Like You need to be able to give me that space. Mm. I can't babysit you all the time. So I don't think it is a space question of, I just really need to go get a beer with my bro. I think it's space of, I need space to create, to work, to be my own adult. Yes. I think so too, but I just feel like it comes down to having a conversation and Jupiter was being a little aggressive about this space because he didn't say it in a nice way. Yeah. No, the communication's terrible. Again, it was statements. It wasn't conversations. Yeah. And that's why maybe I understood what I just said. It seems like he needs space. Like he needs a different kind of space. He used the word space, but it, it should have been more like, how will you feel? When I have to go to the studio for 12 hours, are you going to yeah. be okay on your own? Are you going to want, you know, do you have friends? Do you have, what do you want in your independence or in your space? Instead of just, I need space. You need to figure it out when I'm gone. Yeah. It's a conversation that needs to be had. And especially Jibber is the one who's pushing this whole mashing outfits, being together. I, that's why I come, this whole space thing coming from him, I get it. It was a little aggressive because I think he was the initiator in a way. Oh, completely. Yeah. But she she agreed to it. And so then they start talking about the wedding. And Miona says, I'm going back and forth on what I want. Maybe I can wait on the beach wedding, but I don't want to push off a wedding completely. There's places in California we can go elope. She wants to do the California elopement. Yeah. And I can side with her here. She's, this is a compromise. I feel like she's saying, you know what? I really love the beach wedding idea, but I know it's not possible in the moment. 
we still need to get married. This is a 90 day. This is a mm-hmm. K-1 visa. We still need to get married. Let's find some middle ground. Let's go pull a thais and let's go elope. And then maybe we'll do a beach wedding later. Totally. But grandma wants to come. Mom and dad want to come, this, right? when do mom and dad want to come? They wanted to come at the beginning. They said <laughs> they wanted to come, but they need a little heads up. Yeah. Right? I get the elopement. I get the idea. But if my grandma said, hey, guys, I want to officiate, I would feel bad. I would rather probably just do a small wedding somewhere nearby and then have the beach wedding in a year. But to make everyone happy, including your family, because, yes, wedding is about the two of you. But it's also about family because it's two families coming together. Well, to that point, I don't think Miona's family will be there. And that's something we never even heard. That's, that's very not, true. That's never been brought up. It's been brought up in past seasons. Julia, yeah. Yara, Miona, there's no talk of her family being present or not being present. And so maybe that's why she doesn't care. She's like, let's go elope. That's her idea of a compromise. Jabri not so fond of this idea is like when have you ever compromised with me i don't want a spoiled princess i want a queen i'm trying to build an empire oh my gosh he loves all these motivational quotes it's it's like instagram influencer fortune cookies he has to stop going to home goods it's too much speak too much speak like a human but he goes, I, I don't want to spoil the princess. I want a queen. And Miona, with the clapback <laughs> of the episode, says, give me a queen wedding then. Oh, Which yeah. is great. You're uh-huh. all talk, Jabri. You're all talk. I want a queen. You're my queen. Where's the queen wedding then? Give your queen what she wants. Very true. But then the queen keeps calling it my wedding. True. And that's another problem. And it is a problem. It should be. And it's maybe comes down to the fact that they don't live as we, right? Like couples, you always hit this moment. Every couple hits this moment in their lives when they go from I to we. And it happens naturally, right? I went from, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that on the weekend when talking to my friends to we're going to do this. We're going to do that. Once we started going out for a while. Yeah. But Miona keeps saying, and they're about to get married. And she still says my not ours, right? She still says I, not we. And you should definitely make the transition by the time you're engaged. Absolutely. And it's, and it's not something you should even think about. It should just, it should come, should come naturally. I agree. Okay. Let's move on. Let's not talk about an I or a we. Let's talk about a three. <laughs> Benny, Ari, and Lavender. Lavender. Yes. All right. They're home. Lavender comes over. Everyone's because, favorite brother husband. Uh-huh, because he just cannot stay away. Yes. And he's there to actually pick up Ari to go wedding <laughs> dress shopping, <laughs> which is wrong on so many levels. So many levels, yeah. And I love that Benny's biggest concern isn't that the ex-husband is picking out his wife's wedding dress. It's that the ex-husband's a nerd. It's like, it's like if Lavender was cool, if Lavender had good style, I'd be fine with it. But this guy's a nerd. I, I don't need him picking out my wife's wedding dress. Well, apparently he has a wild taste. Didn't, didn't they mention it that he picked some crazy pink outfit yes. for their first wedding? He had like a hot pink cocktail dress picked out for the first Wait, wedding. so let's, let's see. Yeah. But, but here are the news. 
I isn't feeling well. And first I almost thought that, is she like playing it because she felt bad for Benny, right? No, she doesn't care. Yes. So she doesn't feel well. And this is where <laughs> it got a little cringy because Lavender is like, so when did she, when was the last time you had your period? Oh Ew, Lavender, <laughs> why did you have to ask? Uh, right? The ex-husband. Uh, that's the not, ex-husband. Uh, and then he's like, have you guys been trying to have another baby? Like, it's a terrible question to ask regardless, I feel like, a woman. Yes. It's a terrible question when the fiance is sitting right there. Mm-hmm. Right? I I have to believe this is a little producer driven. I don't think Lavender's that big of a moron that he would, <laughs> right? He seems like he's somewhat intelligent. I think he is very intelligent, actually. But some smart people don't have common sense. That's true. Socially awkward. Yeah. So you're very right. The smartest people are usually yeah. a little like, eh, I live my own world. And I think he's very smart. Didn't she say he moved to Indiana to get his PhD? PhD yeah. I think he's still there. So yeah, he's definitely smart, but definitely slightly awkward because who would... It's like, I almost feel like it's awkward if... I asked your sister as a family member, yeah. right? Not even as, as as an ex or someone. It was like, Rachel, when is the last time you had your period? There's that would only, be so awkward. And we're, we're <laughs> a family. There's, there's like two people who could ask that question. It would be... The husband or the fiancé. Yep. Or the mother of... Like yeah, your mom could ask you, your mom yeah. could ask you, and I could ask you. I feel like if your dad asked you, when was the last time you had your period? Like it's for, weird. For some reason, that feels weird. It's yeah, weird. anyone yeah. else. But well, I don't know. Great entertainment, Lavender. Yeah. So thank you. He he asks, and the the storyline here is maybe Ari's. Maybe. Maybe Ari's pregnant. But it's gonna get better because. She needs a pregnancy test, but Benny cannot drive yet. Of course, which is silly because I think he could. You can get a he could he could have gotten an international driver's he license. Could've. He could have. So now I'm thinking, like, does he know how to drive? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, I don't because I don't it's recall. a paper you get in your country. That's literally a silly thing to get. They went shopping for a car in Did Ethiopia. They? Yes, I just they did. remember they it was did, like eight thousand dollars yeah, for so a two thousand two Hyundai Sonata yeah. or something. Yeah, I forget who the car was for though. Could have been for Ari. Yeah. But yeah, either way, he can't drive. So Lavender volunteers. I would have called an Uber <laughs> at that point or a Lyft. I would have walked. Or I would just be like, "Hey, can you give me a lift, not to go inside with me and pick your brand?" Yeah. So. So yeah, these are the ones we used to use, so they're pretty good. Yeah, Ari knows how to use them. And so. I think he actually picked it. He may have purchased it because they go, right? And once they leave the CVS, Lavender hands over the bag to Benny saying, you should get it. Who do you think paid? You of know, course Lavender You know paid. Lavender paid. Yeah. yeah. Benny doesn't have a bank card or anything. No. So you know Lavender paid for the pregnancy And then test. he gave it to him like, you, you should get it this. Oh. Oh. At least he was self-aware of that. You should walk in with this test. Awkward this segment. The only, the part we skipped over a little bit was the car ride to the pharmacy where Lavender asks Benny, maybe Ari's pregnant. You already got one kid. How many <laughs> would you like? And Benny's like, if I have 10 babies, I'll be happy. No, he keeps like 10 baby. And it was great because he's like, um, if I have 10 baby. Then maybe that would be that would be amazing. Look at you making fun of someone's English. I'm not, but I feel like after someone corrected me like 15 times, I would pick up on it. Okay. Because Lavender was like ten babies, and Beanie's like yeah, ten baby. Yeah. 
<laughs> so Lavender's like, I don't think Ari wants 10 babies. And Benny's like, yeah, maybe, maybe with you. And Lavender's like, I don't think she wants 10 babies, but we can ask her. Why are we asking her? And that's the thing. I almost feel like, I don't know if you've ever been in this situation, but I'm sure you have. When you are a kid or you, you're trying to compete with someone, let's say you're talking to a friend at school and the friend says something wrong, you're like, mm, I know you're wrong, but let's ask the teacher oh, yeah. so I can hear that I'm right and mm-hmm. you're wrong. Let's ask someone, right? <laughs> and this was the situation. Lavender is like, mm, I don't think she wants 10 babies, but let's ask her. Let's see who knows her better. Exactly. It's a game right? of, yeah, who knows Ari best. So they get home, Lavender Tells Ari, we had an interesting conversation in the car. Well, let me ask you, Benny, pay attention. Let me ask you, <laughs> how many babies would you like to have? And, and Ari, Ari's yeah. response? Maybe one more. Maybe one more. And Lavender goes, Benny, Benny wants many, many more babies. And Benny's like, I would like them, baby. <sighs> <laughs> Oh, and I felt bad because Ari goes like, I can't believe he doesn't even know me. She goes, looks like my ex-husband knows me better than oh, my yeah. future. That's, a, that's a, another show that should come to TLC. What? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows me better? Yeah. My ex-husband or my <laughs> fiance. So Ari goes, she takes the test and Benny's like, hey, Ari. And he's got his fingers crossed. <laughs> Which is silly because honestly, they don't have money to take care of anything and anyone at the moment so i know but she comes out test in hand and she says well negative which i knew because i feel like if she was pregnant they would tease it more like it would not be as simple yeah Yeah, benny's sad about it ari's relieved Lavender is relieved. He's probably relieved because we were going to have to do a paternity test to see (laughs) who is the father. So everyone's relieved. Well, Lavender says that he is relieved because he says they don't have the finances to take care of another baby. How do you know? Oh, he knows everything. How do you know? Because Ari calls Lavender up in the middle of the night and they have heart to hearts. That's her go to guy when times are tough. That's true. Lavender knows everything. Come on. I'm pretty sure maybe Lavender. Pays for a few things here and there as the as the nice ex husband as he is. Ah, uh, everyone's paying for Ari, so I wouldn't everyone's be paying I for Ari and Binny. But so we get the pregnancy test results. Now that Lavender has created some instability in the relationship, he's like, "Well, <laughs> it's time for me to leave. My job here is done. I got a plane to catch." And the fact that he even sat there for the results, <laughs> for the for the revealing of the results. That's creepy. Like, imagine just any third party sitting there. That should be something between husband and wife or whoever, mother and father to be. The fact that there's just a third party sitting there. But he is the third party in this relationship. It's like seeking sister, no, brother, brother husbands. Yeah. Minus the commitment or at least the husbands are not committed. But I feel like if that was a possibility Ari would go for it I think she might go for it yeah so no no child Lavender leaves new day 35 days to wed and Ari and Benny they're going for breakfast the world famous PJ's pancake house so wait was it a breakfast or did they go later in the day I thought it was a date night I thought it was breakfast I mean it would make sense to go to a pancake (laughs) house for breakfast but 
I looked up PJs because they said world famous. Mm-hmm. So famous that they're the only ones in the restaurant. That's how popular this restaurant is. Wow. There's like one other couple way in the back <laughs> and three stars on Yelp. It's not that great, but I'm yeah. a sucker for old school diners. Is it an old school diner? Yeah, it's PJs Pancake House. Okay. I guess I would I go. think I would just take IHOP over this. But if, if you guys are in the Jersey area and you know PJs calling, <gasps> let me know. I'm just going off the Yelp three stars. IHOP, not Denny's. I'd go to Denny's too. If I was going for pancakes, I'd probably go IHOP. International House of Pancakes. Sure. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, they get to the restaurant and cannot stop talking about Lavender. Ari wants Benny to be friends with Lavender. Right? That's all she wants. Maybe brother husbands. Maybe something more. But she definitely wants Lavender and Benny to get along. Yes. And so this... Diner, as we say, is very old. And I was like, look at the tables, people engrave names here and all that. And Benny's like, did you and Lavender come <laughs> here and crave your names? It's like, Benny, don't ask that because you don't want to know the answer. Yeah. Well, you'd scratch it out. But apparently, Harry never brought Lavender there. Yeah. I Did they live together in Princeton? Do we I don't know? know. I don't know. I think they did because she said eventually he moved to Indiana. Right. And that's why she was like, you know what? I'm not down to settle down there. So she left and went to Israel and traveled Mm. the world. Okay. So they're talking about Lavender. And then Benny asks Ari, are you happy you're not pregnant? And Ari's like, extremely, extremely happy I'm not pregnant. I get her reaction and her feeling and, and good, right? Because as we said, you're probably not in the best position to raise another child. Yeah. But just the amount of effort she's putting into showing how happy she is that she's not pregnant, knowing full well that Benny wants 10 babies, I think is so (laughs) rude, right? This is what he really wants. And Ari's like, I'm so happy you're not getting what you want. I guess, but she can express herself. Like she can express that she's happy they're not pregnant because she said it too. She said, we don't have any money. Like, how do you, like, Jenny's and Fred, they filed for bankruptcy. There's no one else to help them. No, I know. I know. I'm just saying, knowing if you really wanted a kid and I didn't, I wouldn't be like, oh, I'm so happy you didn't get, I'm so happy. Knowing that you really wanted that, I wouldn't just be over the moon about it. I'd be like, you know what? I think this is best. I think we're not in the right position to raise a kid. And I would speak logic. I think I wouldn't just be, oh, my God, I'm so happy. That you're not getting what you want. I'm so I, happy. I get what you're saying, but at the moment, if you are truly relieved, you're just expressing it. Plus, I don't think they had the baby conversation because that's why it's okay that Ari is relieved because she didn't know that Benny wants to have so many babies. Right. I mean, she hears this and says, Benny, you already have two kids. And Benny doubles down. And says, if I had 10 kids, I'll be happy. And Ari's like, well, I can't do 10 kids. We can't do 10 kids. And so Benny just comes out and asks, why Why would you even want to get married if you're not confident in the future? Mm. And Ari says, well, I love you and we have Avi. Yeah. Yeah. They, they need to, again... <laughs> 
they need to communicate because this literally comes down to the fact that Ari had no idea about Benny's desire of having 10 plus kids, right? And the fact that he does have two kids, although we don't know what's going on with the other kid, right? No, we've heard a lot of we, different things. Yeah, so we don't know if there is a relationship or if there is not a relationship. But yes, he has two kids. More importantly, he has Avi right now, right there. They're trying to make it. They don't know even married yet, right? And now they're questioning whether they should get married. And I kind of get it because Benny says, I wish we had more than 90 days. Ah, classic. <laughs> it is classic, it's but classic. not for them because they've lived together. They've been on like three seasons of the show. Living together in Ethiopia. So they don't need the 90 days. They no. actually don't need the 90 days. If you're still questioning after three seasons, if you want to get married, uh-huh. you don't. I don't yes. think, but they have Avi, right? Have like Avi. Ari said. And I think Ari mentioned it before, or someone said it, that they don't think, or she doesn't think that if there was no Avi, they would still be together. I don't think they would be. No. Let me ask you this. Do you think Benny actually wants 10 more babies? Or do you think he was just throwing out a large number and he's saying, I'd love to have two, three, four more. I think he... Wants a big family. Yeah. And I sometimes exaggerate numbers too. I think we all do it, right? That's so not a number you, you should be exaggerating. <laughs> well, when you don't know something exact, you just throw out a number. We all do it, right? Yeah. So when you say, oh, I want 10 kids, you're basically saying, I want a lot of kids. Right. Right. right? Yeah. I think 10 is a lot. 10 of, is a lot. A lot. Even let's kids. say you are mad rich. 10 is still a lot. What do you, well, yeah, well, that's a lot of kids. It's a lot of kids. What <laughs> do you do? Your vagina's going to look so banged oh, up. Oh, boy, here we go. On to the next <laughs> couple. Is this the, oh, no, we have two more couples. Jeez. All right, this next couple is super short, though. Kara and Guillermo. Yes. At the rodeo. Apparently, this is not Guillermo's first rodeo. I don't, do you, uh, I don't even think he knew what he said. I was just going <laughs> to say that. When he said... This is not my first rodeo. I don't think he knew what he was saying. I don't know what the title of this episode was, but that should have been it. I'm pretty not sure. Not my first rodeo. This is not my first rodeo. That should have been the title of the episode. I don't think it was, but that was so good. Oh, so. yeah. But I didn't know there is a rodeo in Virginia. Like I didn't know it was hmm. big. I don't know if it's big. That didn't look like the rodeo we went to in Wyoming. Well, that's a different thing. That's not a different thing. That's a thing. I know, but I'm saying that's this looked like... The minor league version <laughs> of that. But Guillermo still loved He's it, right? He's loving it. Kara wanted to do something nice for Guillermo after the heavy week that he's had, right? We all know he lost his brother. And so Kara wanted to do something to take his mind off things and let him get out and have some fun. So they go to the rodeo. Mm-hmm. Not his first time, right? Not his first rodeo because they have rodeos in Venezuela. Right, although it's a little different. It's a little aggressive for Kara's days. <laughs> five on five, uh, five horses <laughs> with five people trying to get a bull by the tail. Which, yeah, that's aggressive. Why that's would you? Very why? Aggressive. Yeah, I don't know. But he then what he made it sound like was that you basically try to catch the bull by his legs. Well, that's how you do. And you like yeah, and then you flip it, and then you that's how you. No, I, what I do you they, call it? Uh, so you rope them. It's yeah, you rope. I don't think they catch the bull by its tail. Like that's, you don't know. They might. That 
that's aggressive. That's like um, animal abuse. Uh, oh, absolutely. I mean, I think all of this is animal abuse. Well, it but is, but I feel like by the legs, that's how people do it. I'm just going to call I'm not you. agreeing with it, but I'm just saying we've seen it. That's how cowboys, not even rodeo cowboys to showcase for people. I think that's how actual working farms do it. Yeah, they, I, they need to catch a cow or a bull. We don't know how things go down in Venezuela, so they very well might. Yes, and that would be very aggressive. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, he saw what they were doing there and he was saying, oh, it's different where I'm from. So I don't, I don't think mm-hmm. it was the language or anything. I think they do it differently. In, they do a lot of things differently in Venezuela, Teresa. I think people around the world world do a lot of things differently than yeah. the Americans. Yeah. And that's okay because different nations. But Guillermo, I love Guillermo's positivity. Like, unlike other people in 90 Day, he's very positive, mm-hmm. even though this is not the happiest moment of his life because of his brother's passing, right? He loves it. He loves the peeps. He loves the food. He loves the national anthem. Loves the national. What a patriot. What an What a patriot. patriot. He almost I- shed a tear during that national anthem. That's me. Shedding a tear? I... They played the national anthem before the rodeo in Montana, Wyoming, Wyoming. We went to. Yeah. Yeah, I loved it. I know, it was very patriotic. Very patriotic. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. So he he's loving it, and then he wants the full American experience, so he orders two hot dogs and some chili cheese. That's almost like the Czech experience, but it's a different dog. When I got the hot dog in the Roholik? Yes, the parek v Roholiku, the dog in the Roholik. Mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. ketchup in... With Speaking in- of ketchup... Teresa, not to call you out, but as you guys know, we had a little time between parts on this episode. So I researched the Brazilian stroganoff. Yeah. There's ketchup in it. There is. No. And I said it. Oh. I said it, but there is a ketchup. You make a sauce on yeah. the side and then put it. Yeah. You don't stand in front of the oven or the stove and just like. Okay. All right. That's all I'm saying that there is. It's a step-by-step, it's a ketchup, it's a mustard, it's a soy sauce, it's some garlic, it's a mushroom. You make a sauce and then you put into the chicken or onto the chicken, right? Got it. All right. So they're at the rodeo, they're having fun. And Kara goes, I know, I know what makes you happy. And you want a slightly larger wedding than a courthouse. So I've been thinking maybe we can do something in the middle, something sweet and cute. And I'll wear a dress and you can say all the things you want to say about me in front of my family. It's like, what? This went from being really nice and about Guillermo to being all about her. Yes, but it's also about Guillermo. I'm glad she said it because, yes, you can do a small, cute, lovely wedding on a budget and still make it beautiful and personal, not just a courthouse wedding. wedding. And this is what I said from day one with her. I said, stop showing him the $10,000 venue, Mm -hmm. that'd be like me going and showing you a $100,000 venue. Of course we can't afford it. Why wouldn't I just show you something we can afford? So this big revelation to me came several days too late. They should have just gone and toured a venue that they could have afforded from the first place. Or just maybe do it in your parents' backyard. Decorate it nicely. Make a balloon arch. Like, come on. Yes. Exactly. Just be creative. Exactly. And so Guillermo's happy to hear this. I'm happy to hear this. The only issue is they have three weeks to plan the wedding. 
I think they can do it. I think you get a couple hot dogs, some chili cheese, play the national anthem. He'll walk down the aisle to the national anthem. He'll love it. This is make the balloon arch. Make the balloon. Make a American flag with red, white, and blue balloons. Have the anthem <laughs> playing as he walks down the aisle. It's beautiful. He will love it. The real American you wedding. Get a bull with the ring, a ring bull, a ring buller mm-hmm. instead of a ring mm-hmm. bear, and sure. boom. Boom. Couldn't ask for anything more. That's a great idea. All right. Should we close this thing out in a full rage? Oh, yeah. Should we go full rage or half rage on this? Let's go full rage because it's this couple should say, I do not at the end. (laughs) But let's let's see about that because we're going to talk about, and I'm sure you guys know it, Shida and Bilal. 50 days to wed. Tensions are high, still Mm -hmm. high ever since Atlanta. And so... Bilal's just lying in bed alone like a little bitch. I'm just going to say a little bitch. <laughs> why is he Why is he lying in bed moping around? He's the one causing all the issues. It's because he loves being the victim in a way. It's in, if she was lying in bed depressed, I would get it. I, think I totally understand that. Why is Bilal whining and being in bed all mopey? Because it's Bilal and... It's been weird since Atlanta, that whole debasco about the prenup, right? The debacle about the prenup. <laughs> I was trying to figure out what you were saying. It, it was it was debacle mixed with fiasco with a with a with a touch of Tabasco. Extra spicy. I literally thought of it out there. It was like, the Tabasco. It's a it's my new favorite. It's my new favorite type of argument. <laughs> the Bosco. It was an absolute the Bosco. I was like, I was just looking at you, and you were like, this, my face was getting yeah. more and more contorted. And then I literally could not pick if I should say the Bosco or Fiasco. <laughs> and so I said the Bosco. <laughs> I like it. It's a spicy argument. Pant it. Uh-huh. Hashtag the Bosco. <laughs> it's a spicy argument. I know, I like That's it. what they're having. I like it. So. Okay. <laughs> Shida is trying to knock some sense into Bilal and tell him, get out of bed. The kids are here, right? Let's do something together. Maybe we can go outside. We could all do some yoga. Mm-hmm. Well, Bilal isn't thrilled, but he agrees. He's not thrilled, but he saw Darcy and Stacy do front yard yoga <laughs> on their season. So we thought maybe we could do something similar. Yeah, it's a 90-day thing. Let's do it. And so they do it. And okay. I love fall. Fall is my favorite season. We do not get fall in Florida, but seeing fall, it makes me happy. Yeah, I can smell fall. Right? Yeah. And you could smell it. It was a little chilly a outside. Little chilly. Oh my gosh, and I loved it. You smell leaves. You smell maybe yes. a chimney off in the distance. Yes, I love fall, like New England fall. Yeah, I wouldn't, I don't know that I would have gone outside and done backyard yoga when I have a yoga studio in my basement. Wait, but, but how do you fit five people there? No, four. Fair enough. Fair enough. But they do it. They seem to have fun with it. They were joking around, right? Oh, yeah. Well, Bilal came to life because he was being funny because he has such a funny personality, as he always says. So (laughs) him pushing the kids around was just hilarious. I'm sure I'm sure Shida doesn't just call him Mr. Romantic. I'm sure she calls him a comedian, too, (laughs) with as much sarcasm. Oh, you're such a comedian. Yeah, but Chida, even though they don't really follow her steps, she loves that Bella is back, just joking and being the jokester that he is, right? Kids are fighting with the mats, and Chida's happy. Until and- until he 
almost launches into another rant. Oh, yeah. And, and Shad is like, well, can we just kiss and make up? Mm-hmm. Right. He wants to launch into another lecture, but she nips it in the butt. And so he tells the camera, even though we make up, we argue very much. Right now, we're not ready to walk down that aisle. Mm-hmm. Not until wow. she signs that How many that days prenup. to wed do they have? You want to go to the next day or currently? Currently. Currently, what did I say? You said 53. 50, just 50. 50 yeah. Okay. Well, 50, you basically have half, a little over a half. Yeah. But again, we shouldn't be using this time to figure out if we want to walk down the aisle or not. We should be using this time to figure out what do I want to wear when I'm walking mm-hmm. down this aisle. They should also say, I don't know this. I said it before say, because this is, this couple's ridiculous. An absolute Tabasco. Well, to add. On top of all this craziness, Shahida's gonna come because oh she boy. wants to talk to Shaida. This right? is a new day. It's 47 days to wed now. And yes. yeah, she arrives at the house, Shahida. Did you hear Shaida? She tells the camera, um, this is Shahida Bilal's last ex. She said last ex, which we've talked about. There's rumors that he's been married twice. Yeah. That means he's been married at least twice. This is his last ex. This is his most recent ex, right? I guess. Not this is his ex. This is his last ex. That means there's more than one ex. I guess. I mean, I missed, I didn't pick up on it. Oh, I wrote it down But when you say it, that makes sense. Because I did also hear the rumors about Bilal being married prior. Yeah. Yeah, I wrote it down immediately. So, okay. Shahida wants to sit down and talk with Shida, especially because they're going to be co-parenting now. So Shahida Mm -hmm. wants to get to know her, right? So they're sitting and talking and she brings up, Shahida brings up the prenup and she goes, I know it may not be my place to bring up, but I need to protect my kids and the generational wealth. Okay, I don't think Bilal has generational wealth, but... He goes, she goes, I need to know you're not just here for what he has. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then she says, I haven't done a background check on you really, but <laughs> and I'm like, why would you do a background check on your ex's new potential wife? Like, I get it. The kids oh, are we're involved. all curious. We're the, all curious. Yes, we are. But the kids are involved. I understand. But doing a background check might be a little aggressive. Well, Shida goes, just Google me. She's like, I had a life in Trinidad. I had my own yoga studio. Just Google me. Which was good. I like that she said it. Because yeah. I almost feel like she should go back to Trinidad. Shida has nothing to hide. Shida yeah. is proud of where she came from, what she made of herself. She's not here to take anyone's money. Yeah. And yeah, Google me and you'll find all that out. You'll have nothing to worry about. Shahida goes, I just want to make sure my kids are protected. And Shida goes, well, this is something Bilal and I We'll have to talk about. It's so insane. All So many exes getting involved mm-hmm. this episode between yes. Lavender and Shahida. $100 says Bilal put Shahida up to this to have Shida talk about the prenup oh, with Shahida. Sure, right? He's like, I've tried multiple times now to get Shahida <laughs> to agree to this prenup. Why don't you try Shahida? For sure, because as Shahida said, Bilal is not just my ex, he's my friend. Yeah. So definitely, but Shida feels caught off guard, which I get it. I understand the prenup for the kids, for sure. And I said it before, I understand he has two kids. He needs to protect them because if something doesn't work out, the kids would end up with nothing or with, I don't know how this whole thing works. I get it. Do it for the kids, right? 
but they need to communicate, they need to sit down and do make some understanding or make some conclusion about the prenup so it works for both of them because Shida should also understand the kids, right? Yes. Yeah, Shida's done nothing to make me believe she would take or expect any money from Bilal. If anything, it seems like she would turn around and go home yes, if they divorced. but again, if you don't have a prenup, she could take half. I think she could take half of whatever has been earned over the course of the marriage. I don't think she can go back retroactively and take the money he's made thus far. But I don't know. I think it varies state to state. Either way, have a conversation. Don't put your ex-wife up to it to, <laughs> to come shake Shida down to sign a prenup. It's ridiculous, but it's Bilal, and I would expect nothing less. No, that makes total sense because, yeah, that would be a little silly if you can just marry someone, divorce in two days, and take half of what they've earned exactly. during their life. So, exactly. yeah. Exactly. But as you said, it probably varies state by state or country by country. Who knows? We're like not lawyers. Bilal is being sneaky with this whole Shahida. Hey, Shahida, can you just um, go and talk to Shahida? Like yeah. about the prenup so she understands that she, that's what I want. Yeah, maybe, I don't know, take her on a merry-go-round or a slip and slide or something. She she likes to be presented with <laughs> contractual agreements uh, on carnival rides. And, so. and maybe make a joke, like scare her to yeah. death <laughs> and then tell her. Yeah, yeah. She's going to love it. She's going to lose her shit. Yeah. All right. That is Bilal and Shida. That's the episode, actually. That, we, we made it. Woo, two days. That's the first two day. It's been a marathon of a podcast over here. Guys, but. John had a little anxiety over <sighs> this whole adapter, and I was like, let's take it easy. Our friends will understand. I hope you guys do. I wanted to just bang it out. I didn't want to do half a pod and then have to come back and do half well, a pod. I understand, but shit happens, shit right, happens. to all of us. And this was our little shit that happened. Yeah. But. We did it. We did it. We and guys, you probably, most of you are sleeping right now. It's probably like 3 or 4 a.m. But by the time you get up, this is up, right? Yeah. You're listening to it. So we hope so. We hope so. It's, it's not posted yet. <laughs> we hope so. Hopefully no other. No other issues. No other issues. Yes. So thank you guys for listening. Apologies on the delay. But here it is. Make sure you guys are following us on Instagram. If you're not, because that's where we've been keeping you up to date, we first let you know there'd be a delay because of the 4th of July. Then we let you know there was a delay because of the power issue. So follow us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod to make sure you're staying up to date with all things Married to Reality. Also, you could just follow the podcast wherever you listen. So whenever we drop a pod, no matter when we drop or what we drop, you'll get it right to your device. It's so easy to follow the podcast. You just look down, smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot or not as our new power adapter. Yeah, hopefully that doesn't overheat. Hopefully, no, hopefully it doesn't overheat, but it's hot. It's because hot, it's working. It saved the day. It saved, it saved the day. The day. Yes. Knock it. Knocking, knocking it. And also, if you guys missed it at the top of the show, we just launched a Patreon. So if you're interested in that, if you're interested in bonus content, head over to patreon.com slash married to reality pod. We got three Seeking Sister Wife episodes up there right now. And then starting next week, you'll have video podcasts. You'll have bonus podcasts. It's all coming to Patreon, patreon.com slash married to reality pod. No, slash married to reality. Eh, just go to Patreon and search Married to Reality. You'll find it. There's a link in our Instagram. I mean, Instagram. you started the Patreon, so you should know that, There's Jonathan. There's a link on Instagram as well. Anyway, that is it. Thank you again for the reviews. Podcast Pusher, thank you so much. We love that yes, review. Yes, thank you so much. 
And that's it. I've said it all over the past two days. I've said more than enough, I think. Have you said? I think I've said and played. You sure have. More than enough. So I hope you guys enjoyed my little impromptu concert. It's what been a while recital. since I played my flute. Yes. Your recorder. <laughs> all right. We've said it all. This is now going on two hours. So it is time Woo-hoo! to put an end to this. I've said it all. You've said it all. I've said it all. All right. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.